Hello, 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 and welcome to another installment of the Full Quota Podcast. We're on the other side of the Ireland T20 and, and ODI series, that white ball series that South Africa did win 3-0. I think everybody is, is happy on the stream. But today we're not going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about something quite interesting that has a lot of our South Africans involved. Uh, minor league cricket up front with Nate Hayes. Um, and then on top of that, after that, we're going to be talking about the social justice and nation building uh, project and hearings that are happening at the CSA offices with everybody discussing all their experiences in South African cricket. But as we get started, as always, please do remember that you can interact with us on all these various platforms, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Please, the most important one at the bottom, please, I'm going to close tip here, like, subscribe, and click that notification bell. Um, so yes, so we've got Tempo and we've got Tim coming in, um, but we have a special guest for you today. His name is Nate Hayes. He's a correspondent on Emerging Cricket. He's here to discuss with us our first topic of the day, and that is minor league cricket in the USA. Hmm. I know minor leagues as the lower leagues in baseball, where Michael Jordan went to go and spend his retirement. Nate, but I thought you'd be calling it the major leagues. What's the distinction? And welcome to our show. Hey, well, thanks a lot, guys. I, I really uh, enjoyed your show, your coverage of the uh, Ireland series. Um, but yeah, the basically, you would think they would they would introduce the major league first um, because minor league, you know, the sound of it, like you said, it sounds like it's it's the lesser of something, and and it is. It's it's the major league is coming, but it really makes sense to introduce the minor league first. And as you alluded to, it's, it's very similar to the minor leagues of baseball, which, which are actually minor league baseball is a collection of, of leagues that are regionalized. So um, being that it's not the major leagues, the, the funding and stuff is, is lesser and um, your attendance is lesser. And, and obviously your minor league baseball doesn't really have much TV re revenue. So there the leagues are broken. The, the country's massive, uh, geographically speaking. The leagues are broken into regions, and you play within your region. You're, you know, uh, and this is how this is designed. It's designed as you, you have regional divisions. You play within your your division, and at the end, they kind of have a tournament uh, where all the the best of every division come together and play against each other. So, the, it's a, it's an answer to a problem. The minor leagues are is, uh, and that is. You have a vast geographical country and the talent spread out. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's the design of it. And it will feed into the major leagues, which will be a six team super, you know, kind of like a 16 IPL style T20 league. Um, and okay. yeah, so, so the, if you perform well in the minor leagues, you'll earn hopefully a, a chance to play in the major leagues along with the other superstars they bring from el elsewhere. But yeah, it's, hmm. it, it is kind of a, you know, um, it's kind of strange that they introduced the minor league first, but it makes sense because they want they kind of want to trial these guys, some of the guys out, and mm -hmm. see who see who stands up and makes a name for themselves. And it, the my favorite thing about the minor leagues is there are two slots in every playing eleven that have to be filled by a U twenty one player and a U nineteen player. Ah, so that's it's it's a way of getting those younger players to play against the best talent in the country. Um, it forces the owner's hands 
to play those players, uh, which otherwise you'll have some, depending on the owner, you might have the best U19 player in the country who happens to be from a great area who doesn't get even touch the field. And then another area in the country, you'll have the 20th best U19 player that plays every, you know, gets every chance. So this kind of forces the owners to, to actually, uh, you know, do the right thing. Okay. So for our South African fans wondering why we're talking American sports, this is actually cricket and it's a 27 team tournament, T20 tournament, as Nate says, played across the four regions of America and it will last for the next two months. But the most important thing, the reason why we're talking about is that there are 18 South Africans who will be playing in the minor league cricket. And so that's exciting for us. And we thought, and since we've come out of the Ireland series and I'm a fan of emerging cricket nations, we thought let's bring him on and let's discuss all of this. 27 teams. This sounds like an NBA style tournament. There are 30 teams in the NBA. This is 27. Logistically, it must be a nightmare unless if they're all playing in their regions and they're not playing cross-regional. Well, they're playing within the regions for now. Um, it is a nightmare still because you have 27 different own ownership groups. And um, there's it, it's, it's a massive experiment, really. It's usually when you start a league like this, you don't start with 27. And uh, so it, but it's, they have to engage with the, the wide cricket community if if cricket was just a regional sport here if it was just played in the southeast or something it would be much easier but it's it's pretty much um it's kind of played all around the borders of the country there's not a whole lot in the dead middle of the country but there's you know that's just how it is but yeah so on the coasts and then in the north and in the south you have you have you have plenty of cricket and yeah it's you know uh there are a lot of logistical challenges. Uh, I've talked to minor major league cricket, uh, the, the, you know, the, the founders and the designers of the league. And uh, they, 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 they understand it as, you know, they're going to have problems. They're going to, it's going, it's going to, it's not going to be perfect right from the start. And they're hoping that all these 27 teams can each of them provide, add something to the blueprint that everybody else can learn from. So you'll have some areas that do some things incredibly well. And, you know, some areas will do great with balancing their, their rosters and, and, and getting the young players plenty of, of time and, grow, and actually reaching into the community and helping the youth programs grow. And some of them will do great at the broadcasting side of it. Uh, you, you know, you have two levels pretty much of they've announced two levels of broadcasting of streaming. One of them will have, you know, the top level will have, you know, at least three cameras. And the, the lower level will probably be like more like a fixed camera situation, but it's all about what the venues are able to provide so far. So it's kind of a, it's almost it almost creates some some uh, competition within the league to you know have the best uh, the best uh, you know whatever you can provide whatever you're capable of doing you want to do it at the best. Um, so I have a oh uh, sorry Tim you go. Um, just quickly on on the team. So, so where where is the strength in American cricket, and, and which teams are, shall we say, at the moment struggling uh, to find their feet? Right. Where, well, where is the disparity? Absolutely. The the um there's it's not a you know it's not necessarily level playing field right now. Um, everybody goes by the same rules, but as you guys know, uh, not everybody's starting from the same place. So um. There's going to be disparities. Uh, the 
Florida, Texas, California, New York, New Jersey, those places have the best all around talent. But there are pockets of the country that that do already do some things well, like Morrisville here here in North Carolina. Morrisville has a tremendous youth program, um, and we have, in my opinion, the best ground in the country. So we have a great community of volunteers here. Um, it won't be it won't surprise me if you tune into a Morrisville Cardinals game and see see 2000 people watching the game, you know, in person, wow. which, which, which is a lot for, for you, for cricket in the USA. Um, that's more than what we had in Belfast and in Malahide. So that's a good start. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, it's, it would be, it wouldn't surprise me at all. We had, we hosted the USA uh, regional, we hosted a ICC um, T20 um, world cup regional qualifier a couple of years ago, three years ago. And we had over 2000 people watching USA play Canada. So um it's it's a beautiful venue. Um, they do that well. They have a great youth program. You have some parts of the country that have good have strong, um, you know, adults adult players, but their youth players aren't as strong. So I would say that the Seattle just got a team. Uh, St. Louis just got a team, and those those two places they might struggle with their local talent, but they've also been given some. You know, they've also got some good uh, wild card players out there. Uh, Chicago has a little bit ways to go, uh, or, or let me say, uh, Michigan more, more so, but these places are on the rise. Uh, you can't really, it's tough to top Houston. It's tough to top the Bay area just because the weather and, uh, the resources they have there, you know, uh, it's difficult to play cricket year round in Michigan, you know? So there it's, it's going to be really cool to see how, how these places develop and what, major league cricket does to help help them develop because uh there's a lot of potential sweet okay then uh, my question um i myself uh was brought up enjoying and loving cricket my first love but currently i am an ultimate frisbee player and coach so how often do you find people that you know come from major league baseball um, from the NBA, you know, and transition into cricket because they, they see an opportunity. They're like, ah, oh, you know, not a lot of cricket players in the country. I could, I could make Team USA another way, you know? You know, it, it doesn't happen. <laughs> I, w- I wish it did. Um, but we had, we had one fella who um, was, a, was a very good minor league baseball player, very talented player, great physical attributes, who years ago um, tried to transition into cricket. And, um, you, you know, crickets the culture of cricket in general is is not always the most the warmest welcome you know it's it, it's not it it, <laughs> it it especially you know here here too i think it's changing i think um people are seeing the benefit of getting other people involved but there are a lot of cricket fans who really don't follow other sports as closely and they don't understand how um certain skills trans transfer from sport to sport you know a good athlete is a good athlete mm-hmm. and and sure sure there are difficult skills in every sport and, and, you know, but the T20 game uh, presents an opportunity for athletes to kind of stand out. And I think, I think it would be excellent if they recruited basketball players, baseball players, you know, I, I mean, the list goes on football players, whatever. Uh, but I, it's not really talked about. It's not really encouraged too much. Uh, I think there are those of us like myself and Peter De La Pena from ESPN Crick Info, who um, believe that the women's the women should should be looking this way, especially the women because they're so much closer to the ground floor. And I think they will. Um, 
I think they're more open to it than the men are just because the culture's much more cemented in the men, on the men's side. So it's, it's difficult in club cricket here to like, I start, I didn't start playing cricket until five years ago and I joined a team and th they were very welcoming and, and welcoming. They were very cool and welcoming, welcoming me into the team. But by the time you get to the game day, it's tough to fight for chances. It's, it's one thing to get into playing 11. It's another thing, you know, when you're starting out and you have a bat over and you don't bowl again for three weeks in a game, you know, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's difficult. So, or you, you know, you get out for a duck or something, it's, you, you might not get another chance. So I think that could be developed much better with a real true club system where you have a first team, a second team, a third team. Uh, we don't have that here. We have just, you join a club and, and you're on that club and they play you or they don't. So I think if we developed a club system, we could nurture those players, the transition athletes and, and reach out to them more confidently. Cause you don't want to drag somebody into something and have them waste their time. You know, hmm. um, looking at the competition format of, of, of the minor league tournament that's starting this weekend, um, is it like a regular season where everyone plays in his region and then it moves into like a playoffs where they play in one area? Yeah. So even inside the divisions, they're broken down even further. So you have, um, for example, the Southern division uh, is, you know, you have Florida teams, you have, uh, you know, Atlanta and you have mm -hmm. Morrisville. And so people, the, they'll play, the, the closer teams will play each other a little bit more often. And then what happens is the, the South, it, there, there will be two weekends this year where like the South will play the East with the East would be like uh, New York, New Jersey, mm -hmm. um, DC. Uh, so you'll, you'll see them cross across divisions two times. And then afterwards, uh, yes, there will be a play, a playoff that takes place and a national championship will actually be here in North Carolina. So I'll oh. be able to, I'll be able to just, just so it's uh, like the NFL with your cross division weekends and everyone plays, Okay. Um, yeah. And then, Nate, what's the plan with this from USA Cricket um, going five years? Are they looking to, uh, you spoke about Major League Cricket, but what are they, is it a springboard to get more international players in? Because there's quite a few. Or well, is it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, definitely Major League Cricket, Minor League Cricket has turned into that, to bringing players over from overseas. We have former India U19 players. We have South Africans. We have uh, Australians. Um, we, have, we have more South Africans than anything else, but I, I think that's simply just the opportunity. I don't know if it was mm. designed that way, but I think that's where the opportunity lied. Um, but yeah, the, the long-term plan for USA is um, there's a little bit of a debate here about the kind of the ethics behind bringing people from overseas, as you can imagine, like uh the ethics behind that um like imagine if south africa decide, decide to meet their quotas by bringing in players from west indies or something like that you know what i mean like and, and that would be a shortcut that would that would just like it would it would be a bad idea because it would undermine everything that you're trying mm. to do you know so that's that's kind of the worry here is that you have a lot of um the locals here who feel like it's taking away chances from players who've been stri who've been playing their whole lives to try to make it to the USA team. And yeah, it has done that a little bit, but you know, it's also kind of like, well, this is what sports is. You know, this is, 
kind of what sport, how sports, they still have to be here for three years. They still have to perform at the end of those three years. They're going to be playing against our guys that have always been here. Those guys now have a chance to see what they've got and get better too. So there's a flip side to it. Um, but yeah, the, the overall USA, USA's actual goals are, are different. Um, the USA uh, cricket's uh, goals in 10 years, they have a 10-year plan. They call it their fan, foundational plan. And the plan is by 2030 to, to uh, be a full member. That's the ultimate plan. And, you know, there are a bunch of other little plans in the way, along the way that, that but, but all of those are kind of stepping stones to get to the ultimate goal of being a full member, whether that means we play test cricket or not, because those, those, that definition of full member is, is, is evolving. Uh, we're, we're not sure. I mean, we, they are de-emphasizing any multi-day games right now. It's, it's all about T20. Okay. And, and, and in terms of, um, interest with the minor league happening in just a few days what is the interest like to the normal american are they are they engaging at all not necessarily are they gonna watch but are they are they, are, are they adverts um is, is it being publicized um so can the average american sit down and watch what's what's the take on that well, with the with the kind of the partnership with Sling TV and Willow TV, and a lot of this is going to be on YouTube, um, so it will be accessible without requiring subscriptions. That it being on YouTube is a good thing. Uh, it, it requires, however, it does require some evangelizing on the part of uh, Major League Cricket and the and the existing fans. Uh, right now, I I believe that the fan base is very much around the those players who are in the in the who, who are playing in the minor leagues so for example if you have a really good youth program i've noticed on i noticed they did an exhibition season last year and it was kind of neat because you could it was a small sample but you could see where the support was which teams had support based on the just based on the clicks on, on youtube you know and the, the 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 cities that had the best support had also had very very good youth programs so you've got this connection between the the the, Chris, the cricketing community that's local to there, so it's it's it, it didn't seem to matter who you were bringing in from outside. That wasn't fueling the clicks. It was what was fuel seemed to be fueling the clicks was we've got a great youth program. You know, several players on this team came up through that program, and now all the locals there want to see how they're doing. And um, so, but as far as reaching out into non cricket communities, that really hasn't happened. And it's it's um, I think that's that's a that's always a big challenge. But when you look at right now, I think what they're trying to do, the biggest hurdle right now and the priority right now is to uh, unify um, a, a pretty uh, desperate country. As far as we have all these fiefdoms, all these little empires all over the country. And um, th that's the biggest challenge is to unify them behind this league because everyone wants to do their own minor league cricket <laughs> it's like every every little empire around the country wants to do this and they want their version to be the official version well we already have an official version this is the this is these are the guys who have the partnership with usa let's get behind them and that that's uh so them trying to unify the country came uh you know started off with some of the owners that they got 
you know, because they, they try they engage with the community, with people who are already in these communities and active and get them to be the owners, uh, which was smart. And so they're, they're kind of starting there and you can see it in their marketing right now. They're really just trying to appeal to the to the existing uh, cricket uh, fan base um, because, you know, you'll see a lot of uh you'll see a lot of big name cricketers wishing the league well shared on social media and stuff. And it's always cricketers. It's not Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't think they can afford Michael Jordan, but you know, <laughs> you, know <what> I'm, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you could get no. uh, mainstream American athletes uh, who, who are well-known, if you could, or even just regionally known, you know, to, to, uh, to, to, do some of this you you could potentially reach out more into the 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 mainstream but that's that's always a challenge here is reaching into the mainstream the average american um that doesn't doesn't come from a cricketing family uh just doesn't really know much about cricket at all they a lot of people think it's croquet you know it's it's better than baseball though and i think you can usurp baseball if you if you put your heads together well i I think that i think that would be i think that would be a mistake baseball is such is such um such a important part of the american fabric it's like it's Mm. just woven into american life it 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 is slipping because of the i think in my opinion I, i i don't think the they care enough about the average fan as much as they do about the corporate fan and uh you know that every sport evolves to that eventually mm. but um but i think i think it would be a mistake to put it up head to head against baseball i think i think it's good to to emphasize the differences between the two because or emphasize where where baseball's falling where where baseball is failing try to fit, fill that gap like mm. baseball is always talking about changing these these a lot of rules that that people I think like because baseball is always looking for this balance of they think their games are too long. A regular baseball game is much quicker than a T20 game. It's like two hours, two and a half hours, you know, max, max two and a half, max three hours. But, but, you know, typical games about two to two and a half Mm -hmm. hours. And um, but they want high scoring, quick games. They want those two things. When you get to that point, you have to alter the rules. You have to change the rules because high scoring in baseball means the game's going to take longer mm-hmm. unless you start changing all these rules, keeping the team, keeping the, the one of the things they're talking about is change, keeping the restricting what the fielders can do. And the whole reason is just to make the game quicker. And whereas in cricket, you have this amazing amount of fielding positions that you can set people in. It's just very creative. It's a perfect backyard sport for kids. That's another thing that they should emphasize. You can go out in your yard and play cricket. You, you know, you hit that bush over there and you're out, you know, set up a chair and that's your slip fielder, whatever, you know, and, and uh, that's some of the stuff I think they should emphasize. And uh, youth sports in this country are getting more and more less, less and less egalitarian. They're, they're, they're going to just the upper middle class, the wealthy. And I think cricket can, can try to I think cricket should try to fill that role getting into community centers and giving kids who don't have an opportunity to play a lot of sports the opportunity to play cricket I think you can start there uh, to try to get into the mainstream culture well that's what baseball used to do and it doesn't do it anymore and that's where I think they should attack baseball not at the popularity of baseball level at the professional level Mm. but down at the grassroots Hmm. okay 
Um, I have a question about uh, the league and, and maybe even your team or, or a team that you support. Is there any team that has a, a nice story that you could follow? Like, um, let's take the Milwaukee Bucks, for, for example, who just won the NBA. You know, they haven't won the NBA in forever. You know, Giannis, he's, he's this guy that came out of nowhere. You know, great guy, MVP player, great potential, you know, for the future. Like, is there any team that has a cool story for us to sort of buy into. I.e. Nate, um, which team should we support? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. well, that's a tough one. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to be as neutral as I can. Obviously, I have a team right down the street here, and I know all the players. And uh, Tell us that team. Tell us, tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I think, um, I think what, you, what you should do is maybe talk to me at the end of the season because I'm trying to put I'm Cop trying, outs. <laughs> I'm trying to encourage these teams to to kind of um, do the right thing. Play not just put the put the U21 players in the in the in the eleven, but give them bowling, give them batting. I'm trying oh. to, you know, uh, a lot of my coverage focuses on the younger players um, because I think it's so important. It's part of our future. It, I mean, it is our future. That that's all there is to it. And I think um, so. So I like to support. I like to get behind the teams I think that are doing uh, cricket a good good thing, doing a good thing for cricket in this country, not just for their their own team. So um, I, I think it's I think Seattle's interesting because they're it's a brand new team. I think a year year ago, a year and a half ago, probably nobody would have thought thought about them. But they're they're not only making a push for my they have a minor league team now, but they're mm. Um, they just announced today, about an hour before this call, they just announced that they have a major league cricket center there. Now they have a they have a two ground facility with turf wickets that they're building, um, and they have an indoor center. And uh, it's beautiful. There's a big old mountain right behind. You know, in the in the uh, it, the scenery is is gorgeous. So I think they're kind of really trying to 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 make a name for themselves there. So. Um, I well, would the advise... NBA took their basketball team away, so might as well have a major league cricket team. And they got a hockey team now. They, they yes, do have yes. I saw that friend, that expansion draft. That was very fun. It, it, well, the funny thing was they had the NA, they have an NHL team now, so they brought some of the old time NBA players out to like to the parade or whatever they did to to the event. And it, a lot of people were like, "This is just rubbing and salt in the wound that we don't have a basketball." <laughs> 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 So it's uh, yeah, you know, um, I think they're they're interesting uh, to me. I'm curious about them. Uh, one of my favorite team names is the San Diego Surf Riders. I think that's a cool name. Uh, I like the Manhattan Yorkers. I just don't know why. <laughs> um, you, because you've been deprived of Yorkers, and I was like, <laughs> so now you now you'll take whatever Yorker you can get. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, and of course. The local Morrisville uh, Cardinals team would would want me to in encourage you to. Oh yes, yes. honestly, uh, to be honest and uh, trying not to be biased, they're probably going to do the best job as far as the presentation goes. So they'll be the most um, palatable team to to consume on YouTube, I believe. It's uh, but um, yeah, yeah. There's there's, I'm still learning the teams myself. There's so many. It's really hard to keep keep track of it all. It, it, you know, going from zero to twenty. I mean, you know, just right into it. It's 
<laughs> I just love it. It's like everything's big in America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think this, so one thing I'm hoping for is this evolves at the, at the major league level. I would love to see this evolve into a, you know, one of the reasons the NFL works so well is it's primarily a weekend league. Mm. You go about your week, you, you work, uh, you listen to talk radio about the game coming up that weekend. You watch shows about the game coming up that weekend. You get amped up about it. You read about it. And then the game happens. And you're sitting Ooh. there with a beer. And Premier you're, League. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Premier, Premier League too. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you, Nate. Uh, yeah. I'm with I'm you with so my Kansas with City this. Chiefs. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 and then, and then my favorite thing about baseball is everything is a series. You see the Orioles will travel to the Yankees and play three. That's my team, the Orioles. They'll travel to the Yankees and play uh, a three-game series. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a part of the standings. So if you get, if you, you know, get whitewashed in the series, you lose, th- th- uh, you lose all three games, you, you know, you still have the standings to play for. You lose the first two, you still want to win that third game. It's just as important as the first one. But it's in a series. So you can go see the Yankees. Oh, the Yankees are in town this week. You know, you can go watch the Yankees. So I think I would love to see a cricket league join those two, do a Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, league uh, where you have a you you have the more or the uh, the L.A. whatever plays the L.A. plays New York three games this weekend, and you know it and in simulcast have all mm-hmm. have the whole league doing this. And uh, I would that's to me that would be the perfect cricket league. And then during the week they travel to the next place. Everybody you know talks about it. You know you get it drummed up. And I think that's some theme. I think that is the model to to break into USA fan fan base. You know. Okay. So let's get into the nitty gritty. What about the South Africans? How are the South Africans settling in? Um, I see a lot of clips with. Um, Former proteas, Dane Pete and Rusty Tavon doing a lot of coaching as well. So just yeah, just give us an uh, give us a backdrop of, of of their influence as a whole and uh, the guys that have done well so far. All right, Tim is like, let's get back on track. Let's talk about the, the Safis yeah, here. Serious. <laughs> we are a South African show. It's how we yeah. No, that's that's cool, man. I'm 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 with you. So it's hard for me to um, to keep up with everybody. But I've I've been paying attention as much as I can. Um, I'll start with with Dane Pete. Um, I'm probably not saying his name correctly, but perfect. Uh, perfect. perfect. Okay. So, so he's he's honestly I, I've talked to him. I've talked to people who are in the area. He's he's in D.C. He's located in the D.C. where I'm I'm originally from that area, so I know it pretty well. Um, I've talked to guys who are around him. I've talked to the kids who he's he's mentored or coached so far. Uh, he's about as likable as a, a person as you as you can you can find. I mean, he's an incredibly nice person. Comes across very genuine, uh, and everybody I talk to says the same thing. So um, he's an asset there. A lot of these, all these guys are are coaches too. They're not just players. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, uh, Corny Dry um, mm-hmm. used to play that, franchise cricket here. Yeah, that guy has. Uh, an incredible reputation like uh he's from 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 all accounts he's got a terrific attitude he's a good leader uh enthusiastic coach um atlanta has him and they're happy to have him on their team uh for sure uh uh willem uh willie ludick 
Um, mm-hmm. So actually, when I that was my first, that was the first thing I wrote about for Emerging Cricket was that he was coming here. Uh, <laughs> uh, him and um, who was the other guy? Uh, yeah, I can't remember. But um, that that Willem uh, Willem Ludwig was coming here. That was my first article. Um, but he 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 was hit or miss in the exhibition. He played in the exhibition season last year. He was hit or miss. He had his moments. Um, of course, he's transitioning to a new country. All these things are happening. He's coaching. You know, these guys are coaching and they're and they're trying to stay in game shape. It's 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 tough tough to juggle it. But as of right now, every time I look, he's scoring. So he's probably one of the hottest players in the country right now and uh, playing uh, down in Houston, uh, I believe. Um, yeah, Houston Hurricanes. Yep. Um, uh, David Bunn, uh, he's just getting back into cricket. Um, he plays for East Bay Blazers. Uh, he hasn't played for a few years, I believe. I saw him play no. when I was in California a few weeks ago. He looks really, I mean, he looks like a, a really strong player. Um, he's got a little bit rusty right now, but you can tell he's he's a good player. Uh, he made a great catch in, in the field that day that I was I was watching. I mean, it was like, you know, he just took, made made a tough catch look easy. Uh, so I, I've got I've got a good opinion about him. Uh, David White, Rusty Rusty Theron, uh, those guys are about as deep into major league cricket coaching as you can get right now. They're um, they are really, really elbows deep into it. Um, they have great reputation right now. Rusty Theron was the kind of captain and coach of East Bay Blazers, Blazers in the um, exhibition last year. Play, he played an unbelievable amount of younger players in his team. Like, uh, you know, I, like I said, there's you have to have one U21 and one U19. Mm-hmm. He he would regularly put four of those guys in the in the in the in the team and give them all chances, and they performed. They got better as the season went on, and it was all under his his tutelage. So he's he's got an a, amazing reputation right now for bringing the younger guys along, up to speed. Uh, and David White is is doing a lot of the same stuff. Um, they're both on the East, East Bay Blazers. So if you want a South African team to cheer for, East Bay Blazers has three South Africans on it. So y- y- there's there's one for you. And they play their young players a lot. So they're in San Francisco Bay Area. Um, okay. uh, not only that, but uh, Rusty Theron, in the exhibition season, he was absolutely the standard for fast bowlers uh, last year. He was uh, – I, I watched all their games. I watched a lot of the other games around the, the, the country. He was – you know, in my opinion, by far the best fast bowler in the country uh, during that tournament. Now he fell off a little at the end, but three quarters of the, he, I think he just got exhausted. Um, but uh, three quarters of that, uh, that tournament, he was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And of course we have uh, Ali Khan, uh, the T20 uh, specialist, Ali Khan, who's our national cricketing hero right now. Um so he he's he's an American originally from Pakistan, and he is on the Houston Hurricanes team in minor league cricket, but his travels might keep him from playing very much because uh, he's he's you know he he features in so many T Twenty leagues around the world, including Caribbean mm-hmm. Premier League. He's got a massive role in that. That's probably my favorite T Twenty league is the CPL. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so 
uh, all these guys. Um, oh, also, uh, Tim, we talked about yeah. uh, Slade. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, and and uh, Slade is here right now in the U19 camp uh, down in Houston um, preparing for the for the U- USA's uh, qualifiers for U19 uh, cricket. Um, and he will, from what I'm hearing, he'll stay around and he'll play with the Houston Hurricanes as well to, to, to go from, to transition from that camp to the, to the uh, World Cup uh, U19 qualifiers so that he can stay and play on that, on that same surface that they're going to, you know, hold the qualifiers on. So, so Slade is here and he looks really good for sure. Wow, that's that's amazing. Awesome. Yes. So, Nate, I think from a final question, obviously you said who's going. You don't want to give us a team. Who's winning, and where can we watch? <laughs> well, um, so I think I think the uh, that's a really tough question. I think the best overall teams are probably going to be. Um, uh, Atlanta Fire looks really nasty. They look like such a good good team. They have, uh, like I said, they have they have Cor- Cor- Corny Dry on the team. They have Aaron Jones, who's probably the best batsman on the USA uh, setup right now. Um, and uh, you know the, they have Stephen Taylor, who who you know if if anybody knows about USA cricket, they know Stephen Taylor's name. Um, he's you know he's a he's a uh, an american product you know from florida uh excellent excellent guy i mean excellent excellent uh smasher of the ball left-handed batsman but um i think atlanta fire looks like a really good team i think um i think uh east bay looks like a great team um houston houston looks looks really really solid and i think uh yeah i think those are maybe my early favorites this year mm-hmm. uh i think you know there there's uh there's already been some ownership changes since last year which is interesting um that since last year wasn't even official but um you know we're getting more more turf we're getting more turf out of this we're getting better better grounds out of this whole thing and that's that's such an important thing and uh so yeah i i tend to look at a lot of what, what those benefits are a little bit more than prognosticating about who's going to win but <laughs> but uh, and where can we watch because i think that's what i think most of our fans would want because we want to see what yeah you can it will be you can watch on, on on youtube on uh minor league cricket has or major sorry major league cricket has a youtube account um i believe it's going to be on willow.tv on youtube uh that's uh, many of the games will be on willow.tv uh which which is youtube youtube channel so that's where you can watch it. Um, and uh, like I said, some of the broadcasts are going to be better than others. Just uh, click around. Uh, there's going to be like 13 games every day, every weekend day, you know. So it's uh, it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh, and and you can always follow me on Twitter uh, at, at CrickFanUSA, C R I C F A N USA, and I'll definitely be sharing some of the best stuff. I'm also going to have a weekly minor league cricket show on youtube where i cover some highlights some of the best players of the week and interview players and different um you know different different uh people involved in the league 
Okay. Um, Nate, I'd like to say thank you very much for joining us. I'm excited to watch uh, Money League uh, Cricket. And yeah, as he said, please do follow Nate on Fan USA for all the information related to that. And also Money League Cricket or Major League Cricket on YouTube for the games. Nate, thank you very, very much for joining us. And we probably will have you towards the back end to talk about the South Africans that actually did well. In case you want that, to call them back in time, I'll pay. I'll pay extra <laughs> attention for you. Yeah, I'll be ready for you. Sure. Thank like you very much, Nate. Thank you. Have hey, a nice thanks day. Thanks for being a great host, guys. Thank you. Oh, sure. oh stop it, you stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Um, how was that? Uh, I think I'm going to good. pick the Manhattan Yorkers. They may not win, uh, but cool <laughs> name. I'm um, thinking Rusty okay. Theron's team, but yes. East Bay, East Bay, East Bay, what are they called? Oh, themselves? East Bay, though, my Bay is now. East Bay Blazers. Yeah, Temple's Bay Blazers. Bay Blazers. But there's one bowler that we should all watch. Here. There's one bowler you should all watch, Kami LaRue, left arm seamer. Um, Tip and I were commentating on him in a club final um, at the Wanderers. Ooh, yeah. Yes, he was playing for Randberg. Now he's that size. Kami is proper. playing for the proper. Philadelphians. So he's... He's up there in the northeast doing his thing, or in the north, not north northeast, but anyway. Cool. Okay. Tim and Tepo, I think the one thing I wanted to talk to you about, I want to do the birthday again, but it's fine. We'll we'll leave it for next week. Happy birthday Thanks. to Grant Brunoson, Cohen Mungru, Mondes Ondeki, and Andrew Hall, by the way, because their birthdays are this week. Yeah. Wanted to talk about this. Social justice and nation building. We've been having these SJN hearings in South Africa for, for, for a past couple of weeks. And it came out of the talks last year coming out of the Black Lives Matter, Makai Ntini speaking up, Tamizo Lekile speaking up. And it became something of a of, of a movement with the with obviously the interim board coming in, instituting this platform, this 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 hearing where we could discover and, and determine the causes and the extent of racial discrimination in this in the sport and also the lack of transformation that has happened since 1992, right? And, and, and this is a set of hearings, it's an investigation, it's a fact-finding mission, and everyone's allowed to come through. And we've had a lot of people come through and a lot of things were said. Bombs were dropped here. But what I want to say is this discussion obviously is all our opinion. No, uh, it's not opinion of One World Sports Radio or the Full Quarter Podcast. They all are in different opinions. My thing was having gone through that, I kind of felt teary eyed. I was angry at times, and because some of the things I kind of see happening in South African society, and what it's led me to think, guys, about all of this, and I want to know your thoughts on this entire thing. But my thoughts are is that in South African society, nothing. Things have changed, but nothing's the same. What these cricketers have experienced, these cricketers of color have experienced in the national team and in cricket in general. And today we spoke through, there were coaches who played and administrators who played in the game in South Africa. It's a system issue, largely because, I don't know, of the way that players of color, bodies of color are viewed. Uh, because we're trying, we've always since 92, we've been trying to put people into these white, former white-owned spaces, trying to get them back in. And it, we haven't necessarily been uh, uh, made uh, accommodating. And 
you can see that all coming through. We went through Omar Henry in 1992 wanting to come back home. We saw, we went to Paul Adams, who says he's been South Africa's number one 12th man. He's been 12th man for 200 games. I was like, wow, that's ridiculous. But Just 200 I'm, tests, but 40-something ODIs. Or, yes, or I think it was the other way around. I think it was the other yes, way around. Yes, yeah. yes, Then you have um, Eddie Lee and Aaron Pangiso saying, I took three wickets one game, next game I was out. I was told that we're not going with two spinners, but other guys were given opportunities. Then we had the stories about the Drinks Must Fall campaign with Kaya Zondo being brought on tour, JP Germany getting injured, but Kaya Zondo doesn't get to play. They fly in Dinalga. And all the things that are coming through the wash and all these things, all these stories that are coming through the wash who need to be heard. And I'm glad we're having this because it's a platform for everyone to just voice their opinions. Tim, I'm going to start with you. What do you think of this, of, 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 of the social justice nation building? Um, and what are your thoughts, like, as you listen to the stories? Um, I think it's a good opportunity for, for everyone to give their um, experiences of what happened. I think it is important. I think um, too many people don't know about what happened and the experiences that were involved. On the experiences themselves, I'm not surprised at quite a lot of it. I'm not surprised at some of the attitudes. I'm not surprised at the lack of communication i think lack, lack of communication was it's been a huge mm. problem for the last mm. 25 years it's not it's not necessarily racist but it's 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 a poor ma- management um from certain individuals not being able to explain situations um much better um but there are certain i, I won't go into specifics but there were certain things um, that really did shock me. Um, so, for example, Omar Hendry's um, omissions didn't didn't surprise me. That's partly mm-hmm. due to the fact that I read about it and he he said previous things before. Um, yeah, I'm with you there. The recent stuff, I was really surprised at some of the stuff that was that, that came through from which recent? Uh, how recent? So we look talk two thousands. I'm talking about. Oh, so white like Graham Smith era. Uh, yeah. Roger white, white players traveling in one bus and players of color traveling in another bus. And I, mm. I just couldn't, mm. I just, my, 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 my jaw just dropped. I mean, I, there's mm. certain things where I can see how they are perceived in a certain way, but that, that for me was just like a, a huge red, but a big thing. It was just, it was, I just, it just astounded me. Um, but I, I think, it's, as I say, I think it's so important. I also think it's important for those that have been accused of certain things to also make their presence. Yes, uh, mm. yes. And, and, and that's, what, that's need, what we've been promised. That's what we've been to, promised by them. Yeah, they need to be, okay, whether they're right or wrong, they need to say their point of view. Um, and, mm-hmm. and we'll and we'll we'll get that we'll get to that point we'll get to that point I think yeah. a little slightly later but they've been given an opportunity yeah. I've got a question to ask the both of you around that but Tepo just your initial thoughts on this going through this I think you're you're slightly younger than than myself so I think our experiences might be different because I got triggered by all of yeah. this based on how I've gone through like schooling and everything else like 
like when Ompila Ramela spoke to spoke about schooling, I could understand that completely because we went to the same school. Um, and and everything that the cricket has experienced, I've experienced in corporate South Africa. But obviously, mm. you're slightly younger. You grew up in a in an era where I think you it was a lot more integrated. Even though mine was quite integrated at the time, how do you take all of these stories in? Look, I'm not going to lie. It's 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 hard for me to take. Um, I think it's it's got a lot to do with me personally, how I grew up. I mean, I grew up in the burbs. Um. As like a white person, uh, sorry, as a black person in a white environment, you know, you sort of pick up what the people like talk about, you know, or at least <laughs> I don't want to like, like belittle me myself, but you know, you, you, I tend to sympathize with white arguments like more often than not, because I mean, that's just, um, mm. yeah. And, and, and it's, it's, it's a very strange situation because, um, yeah, I mean, y- you're told to sort of earn your spot, you know, you're told that, um, I don't know, um, what the quota, let's just use the quota system is like, is bad, but like, you know, you, you need people to play games, you know, we need to get proper representation. And, and I, I didn't want to believe that, you know, people were being left out because of race. You know, I, I was, I was more inclined to believe that, you know, ah, you're just, you're just touched because you're a bench warmer. But I think I only really listened to Paul Adams' um, SJN hearing, and, and I won't lie, I didn't finish it. But it's just some of these things aren't surprising because of, like, the time. Um, as, as Tim was saying, I mean, like, we're a nation in transition, and uh, you, I'm not surprised that people were still racist after apartheid, is what I'm saying. But, yeah, just... He mentioned something about um, his game time in tournaments that really got me thinking very hard um, because in 2015, like my sentiment was your Vernon Philander was played at the wrong time. Quota system mm. was to blame. Quotas weren't met. And then this, that or the other. And then, you know, at that, like remembering that, I was like, yo, the quota system sucks, bro. Ah, oh, why didn't we play Kyle Abbott? Wow. But then like, I started thinking that people at the top could have planned for things to go this way. You know, it's, it's not beyond them to, to throw someone in at the knock knockout stages and be like, ah, you see, there's the problem. But the problem was bad planning. It's not like the quota system was a surprise. You know, if you knew that, let's say, if you knew that Vernon Philander wasn't the man for the job, play him earlier and be more tact, like be Mm. more professional about how you play your players. It's like maladministration. Um, that's that's being mixed with all of these um with with racial dynamics that we need to that that need to be addressed it's just something that has to happen as south africans and sorry for for rambling on but i mean there's there's a lot you can ramble here. all you want yeah. just take support take your time yeah, yeah uh, um one one more thing that's like like the more i think about it it, it really bothers me is like the exclusion of players to the extent that it's it starts harming our good players. So let's take AB de Villiers for example, like actually the prime example because once again, 2015 World Cup. I think like I, I genuinely think think that's like like um, racial like dynamics or racial relations played a, a, a large role there, and it soured a lot of relations. And it's because it was 
uh, like handled badly. Um, when Mark Boucher got injured, uh, Tommy Tolekile was on tour as the replacement wiki keeper, but then now we make AB de Villiers keep. Go years down the line, what do we start hearing? AB de Villiers saying, Yo, guys, my back is sore, I don't want to keep anymore. Like, if we just put in Tommy Tolekile, then we wouldn't have that problem. But we, we mm. tried to force AB de Villiers to play this role, and now, now you start now, you're not surprised that Dale Stain went out early because you try to keep playing our best, our best players instead of just being responsible with the individuals that we have on tour. And I think this whole thing shouldn't be just a racial thing. Like this should be like the, the racial things that, that we like dealt with need to, how do I explain this? Yeah. The racial things are very important to deal with, but we mustn't, we must see the forest from the trees and we must also talk about how players, all players are being managed because even white players are complaining about game time. How are black players complaining about game time and white players taking cold pack deals complaining about game time? You know, it's, it's, it's quite, it's so frustrating. Yeah. Sorry. That's, that's my ramble. I'm, yeah. I'm with you on the man management thing. And it came through with all, all the communication. Yeah. I, what I loved, what I love about the social justice is people are telling their stories. It's their, yeah. it's their lived experiences. And, I'm I'm in no position to question their lived experiences, and I was chatting with a with a close friend of mine. I think when Aaron Pangiso and Eddie Lee were talking, and she was calling me about how um, about Pangiso in that 2015 World Cup, and I was like, there were some parts of that World Cup where we didn't need two spinners, but somehow. Oh, well, well, there were some parts of that. Yeah, the 2015 World Cup in in Australia, we didn't need two spinners, and that's and and that's fine. And you, someone can come with a cricketing argument to say, yeah, that's why Aaron Pangiso didn't play. Mm. You know, um, whereas even in India, in the 2016 World Cup, we spoke about this two weeks ago in the West Indies tour. Pangiso played one, I think, two games. The remainder of the games, JP Dwimini was used as a second spinner, but Aaron's sitting on the bench. And so it does come through with the whole communication. But to me, what I've listening to all of these guys, it's a system issue. Yeah. It's a, we're still, we're, I think somehow we are living in a South Africa where white people are still afraid of black bodies uh, in, in cricket. And they're afraid that with the transformation and they call it quota. I don't want, I don't, we call our podcast full quota because we want you guys to dig in but <laughs> i don't like the word quota because it has a negative connotation in south africa because what this transformation is supposed always supposed to be was those that are at the coal face at club cricket schoolboy cricket and we've heard all these stories in sjn about how guys were treated um mm. i think somebody spoke i don't know who it was that he was a batsman and he was made to bat number eight. I think it was Lutz Bo Yeah, he was made to bat number eight. I don't know if it was Lutz Bosman. And he was a batsman. And they said, no, you're going to bat to number eight. Some other guys didn't even get an opportunity to play. I remember two seasons ago, there's a man named Neo Fellani. He plays for Easterns. He had the Thanks for Coming Award in the Africa T20. He didn't bowl. He didn't bat. So what is he doing on the field? Oh, no, he's trying to fit quota things because we've put a negative connotation around quota where it's now even yeah. a point where I just need three black players or five or six players of color and that's it. I can't feel the team of more than that just because that's the requirement. And it feels as though there's a lot of trust, mistrust between both sides. The one side says, you guys don't want us here. 
So mm. we're going to use these targets because it's the only way that gives us the opportunity. The other side says, but you're taking stuff away from us. Yeah. And and, 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 and to a certain extent, the other, the one side that says you're taking stuff away from us, they've been there and they are gatekeepers. Like if you listen to the stories and I look at how even in the media, how black, like Paul Adams said this. He said somebody wrote in the media that is Dude, the hubcaps thing is the hubcaps is, thing is, is, is reminiscent to gangsterism in the in, 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 in the Cape Flats. And I was like, what? But Wait, it's that. So, so the quote was, um, he has enough turn to steal the hubcaps off of moving cars in yes. an article. And, yes. and sorry, sorry for interrupting you, but but that's the thing. Like Paul Adams in, in that time, people were, were sort of tone deaf to to those types of things. They probably thought, oh, that's hilarious because you know Cape But Flats the thing prime. is simple. But the thing yeah. is simple, it's still happening today. Look at the discourse yes. around the black players and the players of color in the team. When they do something wrong, they're called quotas. When white players do something wrong, oh no, give them a chance. They're talented. And it's a it's a, it's we it's kind of like we need a it, and that's why I think this is important. Um we need an education. We need yes. an, edu an yes. educate an education where we're not, because I've been in places where I'm not wanted and I can feel it. And I know that my presence is aggressive to them. And the way they treat me is in these series of microaggressions, just like um, how Aaron Pangisa was treated, just like all these people are treated. You can't pinpoint and call it racist. But to you, when you hear it, you're like, uh-uh, mm-mm, something's wrong here. And I can't necessarily accuse you but I know that you're using the system that's created to keep me out. And that's because of a fear. We've had this fear throughout apartheid. It's just carrying through. And it's yeah. now in 2021. And we're still afraid of black bodies when every time, even, and this is a fun one in rugby, everyone thought it was gone. Somebody tweeted on Saturday when they saw the front row of the Springboks, which had black, black, and black. Oxenche, Bongin Bonambi, Trevor Nyakane. And somebody said, this front row screams quota. They even are a media member. They even even asked had the goal to ask in a press conference whether this front row was weaker than the front row on the bench because the front row on the bench was all white. And so for me, that's where the the change needs. We need to start either if you don't want to be a part of the transformation train, we're leaving you behind. And we need people across all races who are willing to afford the equitable mm. opportunities and, and i talk about equitable not equal because in a, in a sense in south africa white players have a leg up they've always had it they will always fact. have it that's not going to yes, change need, like this that's yes the thing. and you need yeah. to give guys like so for instance Kazondo waste like literally SPCSA wasted a talent mm. on pila ramella even says you guys will tell me that i got 31 average in franchise cricket but when I played for SAA, SAA, a level up, I have an average of 42. And I remember in those years watching Ompile thinking, could he make it to the protest? He never did. We never tried him, never gave him an opportunity. Outside of Timber Bovuma, can you name me another black batsman? No, that's the thing. Like if you look at the all thing. the other if you look at all the other opportunities, like like minor league cricket, like um the the the, 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 the club cricket leagues in the UK, they'll or go to white kids. They don't go to black kids. No one's fighting for black kids. And that's why this is so important because we need a shift in our cricket structures that has ability to fight 
for those people who can't fight for themselves because that's where the game grows. Tim, like I've, I've said a lot, but yeah. I think for me, one of the things about going forward is I would be okay. And, and this is, I would be okay if Mark Bach and Gansmith came in and said, we said what we said. We didn't know it was offensive at the time. Mm. We apologize. Yeah. 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 And, and for all the guys who've been named, all the all the white men who've been named, I'd be okay with that. But what more? What do you expect them to do that? Um, if they don't come, what does that say? Do we continue? Because there's so much pressure on those two right now with these hearings that if they don't appear, I don't know what's going to happen. Hmm. Well, Mark Poucher has said he would respond. Mm. I'm, I'm not sure he said he would attend, but he might have said he would attend. Um, he said he'd res he would he respond. Does. Yeah, yeah. I certainly hope he does in whatever um, medium he decides. And I, I hope he does it in the fashion that you described. Because otherwise, we, we are just going to be labelled as uh, a team that only has black players because we have to. You know, it's going mm. to have, have that taste. Um, it's going to be li lingering. So he needs to be definitive in his response. Whatever he says, he needs to be make a, a conciliatory uh, apology, and we need to be able to go move forward. Um, yeah, it, it's it, it it certainly it certainly opened a lot of uh, can of worms, but I do think it's important. I do think it is very important that these things did come out and these things were said. Um, Can I ask you yeah. something? How important it is for the white community to listen Extremely. and not just brush this under the carpet as Tempo says, these guys just didn't have enough skill to make the team and they're just standing on soapboxes? I'll, 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 I'll make a confession. When I heard the SGNs were hearing, I thought there was going to be an emphasis on players complaining. I'm 100% going to put that out there. I mm -hmm. thought that was going to be whinge, 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 whinge with nothing, just mm. a bunch of words. Um, I have watched 85% of the hearings, not every one. Um, and I, I couldn't be more wrong. Um, the statements were honest. The statements were um and they came with stats, like they yeah, came with stats. I, I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay." Yes. Like I, um, I can't, I can't fight you. They, they came back and they backed up their statements, um, and I, I think that that was that was that was an important. That was important. Mm. So you didn't have this hot air um, mm. and being put onto Twitter and and people have attacking each other. Uh, I also think that the judge has handled this extremely well. I think that he needs he needs to be given a a, a huge plaudits. Mm. Um, he hasn't he hasn't let it just run its own course. He's he's kept it within a a, a good manner. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I as I say, I, I couldn't be more wrong, but I, I'm glad the players have have, have had their say. Um, and it, well, we still got a long way to go. Yes, <laughs> Everyone's writing a statement. We've still got a couple of weeks left. Um, mm. More people coming forward. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what they recommend. Um, and I just hope whatever they do recommend, CSA don't try and move the 
musical chairs, so to speak. You know, if they they start recommending things. Well, look, you've got a new board, so mm. they might just and 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 that's the that's one of the interesting things about Ombile's statement over on Friday was that speaking about the appointments of Graham and Mark and how those went down, it'd be interesting to see what the judge and says about that. Obviously, with the with the um, evidence from the parties that were named. Um, who are in that meeting to corroborate or deny or, or whatever it is, but it'd be interesting to see how it how it shifts um, South African cricket. Temple, is there a how do you see us going forward with this as a nation? Mm. Um, I think it's a, it's a tough question, but like, what 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 do you what would you like to get out of this? So I want to see um, I want to see problems being addressed. So selection was a problem people weren't getting game time so what i want to see in the south african team now is people getting game time and i guess because now we've just been to ireland and we've played like minnows um people got more game time associate um, nations associate I, I yeah sorry associate nations even though Thank they're a full member they're a full even member. though yeah yeah uh, but at least a lesser team a team where you'd normally test out experience and that could sort of cover the whole thing but i think we need to start taking um giving players game time experience. I mean, um, I know I bring up Frisbee a lot, but I mean, it's a reference. When mm -hmm. I go to a tournament as a coach, um, I have 18 players. 18 players have paid to go on this, on this, it, to this tournament. 18 players must play. That's the way it should be. Um, and don't do your, and this, this happened to, to me in, um, in, in, or not to me, to a friend of mine when he played provincial hockey. Don't like just meet the quota of 40%. And just play to meet the quota, you know, play people and, and give them an opportunity to do well. And I think I honestly, genuinely believe that that is what's happening at the moment. People are being chosen on, on merits. And like, I think Mark Boucher is doing the right thing in terms of selection there for now. Um, in the, I've just checked a sample between, mm. um, what from from the West Indies series to the Island series? Um, looking back more, the IPL probably skewed a few of those stats, but people are getting game time, so that's that's good. Yeah, for he's me. used about twenty nine, twenty eight players since he started in T twenty, yeah. which is a lot for a South African team. And literally, um, the, World Cup. and the touring and everybody on the touring squad I've checked has played a game. Everybody except Sasanda Magala has played and at least a game. Yeah, well, it could be that. It could be that. But either way, the fact is, I think that's a change that I want to see. Yes, but um, Sasanda went home, just to clarify, Sasanda went home oh, after you. the West yeah. Indies series because he had an ankle injury. So when the team went to Paris, he, oh, from Paris to Ireland, he went to South Africa and the rest of the team went on. And that's yeah. why Bjorn Hendricks came on tour. So just to clarify yeah. for people and who... And Bjorn Hendricks got some games. Credit to great credit to him. He, he got mm. games. So 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 yeah, I'm happy on that front. Um, and then I would personally like to see um Mark Boucher. He, he needs to respond to this. Um, you can't not respond. Don't don't do what's this guy's name? The the people from the TRC that didn't pitch up, bro. Just pitch up, bro. Like yes. be a man, be a man, fess up. And, and say what happened so that we can move forward because we're not here to point the finger of this guy's a racist, that guy's a racist, mm. and they are like, we're kicking them out of society, you're going to lose your job because you're a racist. No, 
I don't want that. I want you to 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 come to us and be like, look, this country's a it's a it's a crazy country, bro. We just came from apartheid. It was deep. Um, I didn't know any better at the time. Now I know better. I'm coaching black players. They're telling me these experiences, like what Faf Duplessis did um, for the Black Lives Matter movement with that yes. something like that, something that shows that you're not tone deaf, you know, mm. because that's that's what that's what like you need to do as the South African coach, because that's our country. Yeah, and you can look at the events of the last year to see how race is viewed in this team. We mm. went from three team cricket where everybody knelt. Yes, maybe mm. it was the heat of the moment and things were getting hot in the kitchen for Graham and Macau was accusing um, or was mm. telling them about that he was running to stadiums because he was afraid he was tired of the microaggressions that were happening on the bus. Um, but we moved from there to we're half-hearted to now some people are allowed to stand and it's a personal choice. And it comes across with fear. And my heart breaks when somebody tells you their experience and you come and say, no, but you're misinterpreting. You, This isn't how it went. This is, you are, uh, it happened on Twitter, you are contextualizing the situation out of hand because we're happy you took a wicket and we're playing a song that we all knew that made us remind you of you, even though it was subtly racist. And as people, we need to just take a step back and listen. Mm. A hurt has happened and it's not only these cricketers, it's a lot of the black cricketers in South Africa who've gone through this. And it's not even just all the black cricketers. It's every black person in South Africa who's been in a, a white space, who's who's had a microaggression. I've had microaggressions where I work for years. Ever since I've started working, there's always these series of microaggressions. You know that these guys are, are, are using the system to fight you and you just can't break through, but it's fine. You won't bring it up because you know that you need to just keep on going. And we don't want that. We don't want players today to suffer. And the best way is for people to listen, to take it in, listen, and just say sorry. All we want, we don't want money. We don't want... And the thing is, black players don't want their places in the team um, just because. It's out of merit. The only reason why the transformation system is there is because if it wasn't there, we wouldn't be seeing black players because the system was designed to to keep black players out. It's yeah. never changed. We just joined in and we said, give us an opportunity. And then it wasn't happening. It took them a very long time to start getting black people coming through the system or a whole lot of black people coming through the system to the point where a guy like Etienne Balati, he's taken the most franchise wickets ever. Our franchise system has ended. He sits at the top, having taken the most franchise wickets. Has he ever been given a protest call up? No. He's never even sniffed a, here come, come from a camp. Here's a kitnyana, a protest kitnyana. He's that's never sniffed that. An opportunity is all but we're that's asking the for. System. Yeah, and, exactly. And it's not even we're asking for the opportunity. We're just asking for to be, it's not even we're asking. We're just saying that we've moved on. It's yeah, the new South asking. Africa. As part of the new South Africa, we should be, be, we should be looking to give mm. more people the opportunity to play this game. Mm. And and I I when people say no grassroots development must development must start at the grassroots I kind of feel like oh wait guys you're just Spot kicking up. the can down the road there are people inside who are experiencing that and that's what I loved about the SJN earrings because these are experiences from people sitting inside I just would like to hear from Kai Zondo. I would like to hear even from the white players who left 
Mm. I would like to hear from what they felt. I'd like to hear from everybody. It's not just a black thing. It's just right now all the black players are coming in because they feel, and this is one of the problems about this conversation, it's happening around amongst black people. It's not happening amongst white people. And those, and those are the, the people we need to change in order for, it, for, for, for us to move forward. And I don't know how that's going to happen because if they feel it, if, 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 if people feel attacked, they get defensive. But I'd like people to come through and just say, I'm sorry. You know what? And, and I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't want answers. I don't want excuses. I don't want no, but you want the best spinner in the country. Look, I, I, I don't like arguing with people's lived experiences. I just want you to sit there and say your piece and apologize. Uh, but Tim, um, yeah. okay, so I'll go with Tim and then I'll end with you. Yes, Tim. Oh, so I, I just wanted to mention one thing. Um, people often say that quotas is, is, is going to slow down the development of the country. Um, just look at what happened with our rugby. Um, their quotas are even, I think they're even higher than, than the cricket's uh, quotas. Rusty Erasmus. Same amount. Same okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Rassi Erasmus. It's, it's, it's done differently. Like it's not oh, it's like done, it's, either it, way. It is done throughout the year, but they have the same amount. Either way, look, they embraced the system. Like Rassi was clear that he embraced the system. He understood that that's the way the nation goes, and then won a World Cup. So it's not like we can't do it, you know. And yeah, that's that's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's not like we can't. So, Tim, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, just on the. I know that some people are saying, but um, this person is wrong about this and this person is wrong about that. Not everything that was said at the SGN was 100% right, but that mm -hmm. doesn't change the fact, that doesn't change the fact of what their lived experience was. Yes, mm. I noticed a couple of things that the certain individuals got wrong, you know, the odd date here or there, but that's mm. irrelevant when, with, with, when they go with what, what they've experienced. So I think that that's, that's important to uh, take into consideration. Yeah, yeah I, I just hope this doesn't end up like the Nicholson report that happened in 2012 and just sat on a shelf only to be dusted off in 2020 and still be fought over by, by Sascock. Um, so I really do hope that that, that does bring change. Um, but gents, I'd like to say thank you very much for joining. Thank you very much for for being with us today. Thank you to Nate as well, who's still sitting in backstage. So, hello. Oh, wow. <laughs> and yeah, just remember, you can, a couple of things, you can follow uh, Major League Cricket on YouTube. Just type Major League Cricket, you'll find it, or Crick Fan USA on Twitter. That's Nate. On top of that, the SJN hearings are continuing. You can just search it on YouTube, you'll find it. And every day there's a hearing. Um, I think we're waiting to hear from the former CEO of 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 cricket South Africa Tabang Morowe as to what his expression was and most importantly as Tepo says please like subscribe and hit that notification bell um to uh close um and then finally um as we close off one last thing before we end the show remember we still have a battle on it's the us against the colony, uh, South Africa, or well, not the colony, but it's the colony versus the colonizers, South Africa versus the British and Irish Lions, which will be live 
on One World Sports Radio live rugby commentary Saturday, 31st of July, 2021 um, at 6 p.m. South African Standard Time. Dave and Otto will be bringing you that game. But thank you very much, gents. Thank you very much to everyone who's joined. And from everyone else here at the Full Quarter Podcast, remember to like, subscribe, and follow us on our YouTube, on our on our platforms. Les sale kakakiso. Sheesh. And we're ending that.